Hey, what's going on everyone? It's Jamie G here. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. What we're covering today, how long does it take before you start seeing success online? It's an age-old question a lot of people know want to know before they start out, and I'm going to try and attempt to answer that question right after this. All right, guys, welcome back. And once again, my name is Jamie G, and if this is your first time here, I cover internet marketing, affiliate marketing, how to get started online, and pretty much all things digital. If that's of interest to yourself, I would love to have you guys join me. Feel free to smash that subscribe button. Or alternatively, you can find me on YouTube via jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. I look forward to catching up with you guys around the web. All right, so the age-old question before people start getting into affiliate marketing or any online endeavors for that matter is, how long is it going to take before I start seeing results how long is it going to take before i am successful and it's a kind of a dumb question in some ways and I, I understand why people ask it i i certainly asked it when i got started as well uh and which is why i can categorize myself as one of the dumb ones <laughs> and sometimes i still ask that same question because i think heck i work like a crazy person i i do podcasts every day I go live in different Facebook groups every single day, multiple times sometimes. Today I did two lives in the same group, another one on my page. I'm going to do another one on my, uh, sorry, in my group later on. Uh, what else? I've got a YouTube video due out today. Crazy amounts of content, crazy amounts. So how is this sustainable? And you know, at what point am I going to start breaking this 100K a month barrier that I'm aiming towards? <laughs> and I'm sure everyone else is thinking the same thing. It can be a bit of a grind sometimes, but here's the crazy thing. I mean, I, did, I looked at my YouTube channel today and uh, I've, I've just crossed 350 subscribers. I'm, I'm actually sitting at 360 at the time of recording, which is great. I'm happy about that. I'm nowhere near the 1000 mark where I can start looking to monetize from AdSense. But, you know, it's a start. That, that's the main thing, right? All right, so with that in mind... A couple of things to, to note, and I am going somewhere with this, by the way, but uh, you're going to have to put up with my story to start with. All right, so I looked at the stats, and it said that I'd started my channel nine months ago, started recording videos nine months ago. Now, I guess to, to paint a bit of a picture for you guys, I did roughly about 28 to 30 videos in the first kind of month and a half, give or take. And then life got in the way. I had some client work that was urgent. Uh, I sort of lost interest, to be honest. And I kind of uh, diversified into some other stuff and, and mucked around, etc. Now, having said that, I then picked it up again in January of this year, 2019, on the 1st of January, New Year's Day. I started recording videos and I said to myself, I'm going to record a video every day uh, for the next 190, oh, sorry, uh, 90 days just to see if I can start getting some traction. And sure enough, I did. I started getting some subscribers and you know some growth and whatnot, and it was good. I started getting a bit better at keyword research and tags and all that sort of stuff. Some days I'd run out of things to say. I'd have to look uh, into the depths of my core to find out what it is I was going to say that day and what I was going to record. Uh, it wasn't always easy, but eventually I ended up doing 97 days straight. And the only thing that broke that chain was the mere fact that I went overseas. I was on a 27-hour uh, flight over to Europe. Uh, not, not in one go. I stopped in Malaysia, but uh, it was a very short stopover, not enough time to record a video. 
and I decided not at that point that that was going to be my break from it anyway. Uh, so fast forward, I'm up to 163 active live videos on my channel, uh, 197 uploads, so there's uh, roughly about 30 plus videos that are private. They, these are for either my clients or I've just done one-off trainings for people or uh, you know, sales pages or, or uh, different courses I've got out there, things like that. So uh, call it roughly 200, uh, but let's just say for the sake of argument, there's 163 that are currently live and active on the channel. And to think, I've only got 360 subscribers at the time of recording, but the crazy thing is that those 360 subscribers and, and my tiny little channel actually makes me income. Sometimes it's not immediate. I will do a review of a product. I will put together a bonus page. I will put together all sorts of stuff and... Lo and behold, nothing happens when the product launches. Sucks balls. I'm thinking, what am I doing wrong? Why am I even doing this? It's been months. So why, why am I not hitting 100K a month? Urgh, why me? And then uh, lo and behold, I'll forget about that. And then a couple of months later, I'll start getting a trickle of sales in. And that's just the power of compounding, the power of the likes of YouTube and a lot of these other mediums that are out there. It takes a long time. It's not an overnight success. You might get lucky every now and then and get something that goes viral. In fact, uh, case in point, there's a gentleman by the name of Nathan Lucas. I highly recommend you look him up. Uh, seems like a cool dude from what I can gather, but he's the number one affiliate for a program called Legendary Marketer. Now, having said that, he's got 300 and something thousand subscribers on his YouTube channel. Uh, he makes quite a bit of revenue out of AdSense, which is awesome, good for him. But he makes a ton more revenue out of his affiliate business. Now, one of his videos alone, it got uh, 1.6 million views in about around nine months or something like that, or I think it was. Might have been a little bit more than that, sorry. Anyway, that, that's not the relevant part. That one video alone... Just that one video is responsible for over 50,000 subscribers to his channel. So nearly a quarter of his current subscriber uh, base is due to that one video. Now, of course, he's now been doing this for a little while. He's got over 800 videos. 800. So imagine that, I guess, if we were to rewind, imagine that he didn't have 800 videos or he had 700 or 800 videos forget forget the number doesn't really matter but imagine if he didn't do that one video that had made all those views and uh subscribers all that sort of stuff imagine how much further behind he would be so the crazy thing to think about is that in itself is responsible for so many of his subscribers but what if he didn't do it what if he uh went down another path and did another video so the point being with that one is this is a long-term game. This is really a long-term game for me. I can't really look at 163 videos and think, oh man, what am I doing? I've done 163 videos and nothing's happening. I've only got 360 subscribers. Urgh, life is tough. Imagine if that guy had that attitude. I mean, it's 800 plus uploads. It's crazy. Most people would stop. Most people do stop. That's the thing. Case in point, actually, another little side story here is uh, in recent times, I've been doing a 30-day challenge, 30-day live challenge. So I'm going live in multiple groups, as I mentioned. And in one particular group, it's basically called uh, Facebook Group Explosion, how to grow your Facebook group to a 1,000 uh, people or more in less than 90 days. And this particular gentleman, Corey, uh, managed to do that in, I think it was, don't quote me, but like 41 days or something like that. Crazy. 
And it's still growing. We're sitting at about 1,300. I'm now a moderator of that group, which is cool. Again, uh, I've noticed that so many people started this 30-day challenge. So many. There was heaps of us. So many people. And they just dropped off like flies. Just dropped off. Yes, there's still people doing it. Yes, there's a couple of us that are still there. I'm, I'm thinking I'm sitting about 32 days now, something like that. I don't really care. Um, I, I wasn't officially doing it because I was already going live anyway. I was already going live in other groups and other places. I thought I'd just add that to it because I liked the group and I liked the idea of it. It was a free way to start growing my group as well. So I started doing that there. Kind of cool. But the point being is that people, if they can't even do 30 days, how are they going to end up growing a business? How are they end up going to growing, growing a, a YouTube channel that has over 1,000 subscribers or, or 300 or 100,000? Like if, if success is on the other side of you smashing out 500 days of content, then wouldn't, if you knew categorically that that was the path, wouldn't you take it? Probably most would, of course, if they knew guaranteed, okay, if I know that I do this, I'm getting it a million bucks. Yes, absolutely, I'll do it. But most people can't, because they can't see the results. It's this thing we have as human beings of, basically, it's called uh, instant gratification or, or delayed gratification, depending on which way you look at it. And it's that idea of, well, uh, well, uh, instant gratification is, okay, I need a result for my efforts now. Um, I want to spend my money because I have it now. Delayed gratification is the idea that you delay that. You, you, you would save your money. You put it in a savings account or bonds or shares or whatever you, you choose to, to put your money into. Uh, you don't get chunks of credit because you need to buy that latest thing. You save your money. You, you spend within your means it's pretty hard to do sometimes, I must admit. In fact, I'm, I, you know, the worst culprit, I ended up going bankrupt due to both my spending habits, my business decisions, and uh, some horrendous uh, trading mistakes I made early on in my career. Uh, I'm not fallible either. I'm not, I'm not laying blame or, or pointing the finger at anyone here. I'm just saying, as humans, it's uh, our nature that we yearn for that instant gratification. Now, delayed gratification can come in, in many forms as well. As I mentioned uh, forget the financial thing. It's just the idea of whatever success means to you, it's going to be at the end of that hard road. It's at the end of 500 videos, not 163. And again, I'm probably just uh, regurgitating a lot of my own thinking here. So take it with a grain of salt, but I think there is some valid truths in it. And strangely enough, everything I've heard and everything I'm learning as I'm going all comes back to this exact same thing, which is... You have to do the work. You have to push yourself. You have to see that the end goal is not just after doing 30 days of live in a Facebook group. And if you can't even do 30 days of lives, then, you know, imagine, imagine if someone said, here's a check for a billion dollars, but uh, by the way, you've got to live, I don't know, in the ghetto for the next five years. Most people wouldn't. They just couldn't do that, even if it's a billion dollars. So then it makes you think, well, how badly do people actually want it? Do they even want it at all? I mean, it's pretty clear that the clues to success are there. I'll uh, tell you guys another little story. Now, this is relating to something I've spoken about uh, in recent times. Uh, and forgive me, I, I know I've mentioned this a couple of times in different places and lives, and, and I'm not sure if I actually mentioned this in the podcast yesterday or not. But funny little stat for you guys, interesting little stat actually. Uh, the time of recording... 2,153 billionaires in the world. 
sort of a decent sized number when you think about it. Now, between them, they control nearly uh, nearly a, bill, a trillion dollars of, of equity, which is incredible, incredible amounts of cash, right? But here's the crazy, crazy thing to think about. Minus, minus the people that inherited their first million, which the, there's a big chunk of those as well. The average time it took those billionaires to go from zero to $1 million, not even a billion, $1 million was eight years. Eight years of grinding away on the same business day in, day out, working their butts off, you know, making the connections, doing the things, whatever, building their empire. The average was eight years. Crazy to think about. Who would do that for eight years? Who would do that? Billionaires would, that's who. <laughs> I'm not a billionaire yet, but now that I've seen some of these stats, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I just know that success is on the other side of, of this hard work. So kind of cool to think about, right? All right, so the other thing to note on that, that one as well is a couple of outliers, of course. And there was a roughly about 4% of those people that took, and again, we're talking about 1 million. We're not talking about their billion. We're talking about their, their first 1 million. There were some outliers, and again, like I say, the, the stat was about 4%. That took 17 to 25 years to reach their first $1 million. 17 to 25 years. So some would have had as long as 25 years just to reach $1 million. Imagine how crazy these people are. Why wouldn't they just go get a job? <laughs> a job's going to pay more. You're going to get a million dollars in equity uh, a lot quicker, surely. That's a better part of a working life. Kind of amazing to think about, though, when, when you look at it like that, though, isn't it? And of course, there was other outliers. Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg took about two years. Good one, Mark. You know, th there was other people that jumped on tech booms and, and made it in a very quick succession. But again, we're not talking about their billion. We're talking about just their first million. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff to think about, right? So, uh, and again, another thing that, that resonates and, and pops into my mind that I have spoken about on this podcast before is... Again, comes back to eight years. The, the Colosseum in Rome, I, I was fortunate enough to visit this in, in recent times, in April actually, and I spent a lot of time going around and, and uh, exploring the place, which is absolutely beautiful uh, experience. But that only took eight years to build. Now, for me, that just, my, my mind nearly shattered into a million pieces when I heard that because I thought... Hang on a minute. This is we're not talking about with our modern technology and everything now. We're talking about uh, it started 800 BC. Actually, no. Sorry, I'm way off. That was Pompeii. My apologies. Uh, 72 AD. Sorry, took them eight years. So 72 to 80 AD. I apologize. But can you imagine that back in back in those days? Not like they have modern technology. Uh, you know, all this sort of stuff. The the quarry where they were getting the materials from was fifty kilometers away from Rome. Crazy to think about. Yes, they had slavery, manpower, and, and that's you know a horrible part of the history. Uh, and, and you know those poor souls that that helped to build that. But the way that they did it is they got a team effort together. They had 5,000 small companies band together to take on different part aspects of the project. And those 5,000 small companies ended up building this thing in eight years. Now, the reason why I mentioned that is because 2,000 years later, it still stands. Yeah, it's in, in ruins, you'd say. 
but it's still the essence of what it was is still there. You still see uh, and kind of make sense of, of the glory of the place, which is incredible. Now, again, the reason why I mention that is, well, two things. I think it's ironic that both the first million made by millionaires took them eight years to do. And also, secondly, the fact that it took eight years to build something that says that has stand stood the test of time for uh, two millennia is just incredible. But again, it comes back to that thing. If you're building a business, forget what it is. Doesn't matter if it's affiliate, online, offline, you know, you name it, any success at all, anything worth venturing into. Forget business for a second. How much do people really put into it? So I'm going to bring it back down to something that I can relate to. And and hopefully this is the, the crux of what this podcast is all about, is getting my thoughts out there regarding entrepreneurialism. I can't even say that word, entrepreneurialism. You know what I'm talking about. Business stuff. There we go. <laughs> so online uh, digital marketing, uh, affiliate marketing, all that sort of stuff. I'm going to relate it back to that because I'm sure that's probably why you tuned in in the first place. At least I hope it is anyway. All right. So here's the thing that happens in the human brain. And I've been there before. I'm not criticizing. This is something I do now. I still struggle with it. It comes back to things like shiny object syndrome, which is, of course, chasing different things uh, around the internet, the latest sales page. So we, if we're brand new to all this whole thing, and we see a sales page, and forget that we're brand new. I, like I say, I, do, I still do it now. I see a sales page, and I think, wow, this is incredible. And, and a little example was last night. There's a gentleman by the name of Brian Moran. He, he um, is, uh, created SamCart which is a $97 per month uh, software for having fairly sophisticated but yet simple uh, cart functionality to, to sell stuff online. But they are really nice. I, I will admit the carts are really, really nice. Um, and he talks about the one-page sales letter. So to <laughs> give you an idea, I got an email from him and I happened to be chatting with a gentleman by the name of Jacob Karras last night and on Facebook him and I are just going back and forth with exchanging ideas and stuff like that I, I recommend you check him out uh, Jacob Karras cool dude dream car winner from ClickFunnels uh, knows this stuff when it comes to affiliate marketing another one you should definitely follow have a look at his YouTube channel as well anyways I'm digressing so Jacob and I are just bouncing ideas off each other late at night and <laughs> as an ironic thing I get this email uh, from Brian Moran from Samcart saying, hey, you know, the five-minute VSL uh, video sales letter uh, has just gone live. Jump on here. It's going to be, uh, you know, only available for three days, da-da-da-da-da. So I had a look at it, and as I was chatting to Jacob, um, I had a look at the sales letter. Sure enough, the sales letter on this thing was only four uh, and a half minutes long, so nearly five minutes. And all it was is a very short, very small uh, video sales letter. And underneath that, there was a buy button that eventually popped up and, and whatnot. It was two payments of $47. That was interesting in itself. So two, two payments of 47 bucks, you can get whatever it was, the, the, the uh, five-minute VSL that helps com- improve your conversion rates, etc. So Jacob ended up buying it. <laughs> and uh, strangely enough, uh, I, I looked at that and I thought, wow, that's pretty incredible. And I almost bought it myself. 
And the crazy thing was that uh, it ended up making about $58,000 in less than 24 hours because I got another email from Brian today uh, saying, you know, here's how it went, jump on board, you only got two days left, et cetera, et cetera. Kind of cool stuff, right? So where I'm going with all this is basically that you don't need to overthink things. You, have, you do need something to sell and you need something that, uh, whether it's, in this case, it was his own product. Uh, so whether it's your own product or someone else's as an affiliate, you do need something, someone to, something to sell and uh, so one of the traps would be that you don't want to get sold to too much all right so this relates back to the whole shiny object syndrome now of course i nearly got my credit card out because i really thought i needed this thing and i probably should have i mean it's uh, i'm familiar with brian's stuff i I really like sam car I, i know what he produces is really good quality so you know it's not a not a bad investment to make jacob obviously made that decision and bought it himself but here's the crazy thing. If you're brand new to affiliate marketing, online world, all that sort of stuff, this happens all the time. You get an email and you open that email and then you find yourself on a sales page and you think this is the be all to end all I need. This is definitely something I need. Yes, 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 I've got it. Yeah, woohoo. And your brain, uh, you get that little endorphin rush when you end up buying a product. It's kind of like gambling in some ways. It's a very similar uh, chemical release in your brain. And so strangely enough, a lot of people, they actually become addicted to that endorphin rush. And so therefore, when they see another sales page, they buy another product because that gives them that endorphin rush. It's not actually the doing, not actually the, 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 the uh, completing the course or uploading the software and doing all that stuff. It's the actual rush of making that purchase and, and the excited feeling that humans feel when they do go through that process to, to make a purchase. Crazy to think about. The re- reason why I'm bringing all this up and mentioning all that stuff is because basically the affiliate marketing is not actually that hard. You, you need to have some knowledge, of course, but you're going to learn that as you go. So it's that whole learn, do, teach aspect of it. But having said that, the, the crazy thing is that if you keep going and if you know that if you just keep going and keep producing content, and keep working at it, it's going to suck sometimes because you don't make any headway. It doesn't feel like you're making headway. You produce a podcast every single day and you have one listener and then you realize that that one listener, listener is actually you. It sucks. You want everyone to get the message. You want everyone to be uh, excited about your content. You want to be able to impact these people and be able to help them with their lives and help them with their business it just doesn't happen like that sometimes you just need to push through for me I I actually enjoy this process so much and I love the struggle I know it's such a crazy thing to think about but I absolutely love it because I love the process I love learning about this I love how uh, connecting with people and how if I learn this little thing and I implement it and I reverse engineer what that person's doing then maybe I can get similar results I love that I love putting my thoughts out there. I don't care if anyone listens to this podcast. It'd be great if they did, but it's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because me articulating this out loud helps me solidify my own knowledge. It helps me solidify my own message. And that way, when I'm producing content elsewhere via video, via an article, whatever you name it, 
I, I can solidify what I'm saying. I can practice what I'm saying. I can say it with more fluidity, hopefully. <laughs> it's not always the case. Sometimes I realize I'm rambling, which uh, I do tend to do a lot, but I thank you guys for listening anyway. So consistency is a massive one, and I have spoken about this on, on, on the podcast before as well. And, and it all ties back to the exact same thing. So we've got eight years to build the Coliseum. We've got eight years before, on, on average for these billionaires to reach their first million, grinding away day in, day out. Like it just blows my mind to think of. And then people read a sales page, they get so excited, and then they either do nothing with it or they give it a kind of a half-assed try and maybe their first attempt sucks and it doesn't work. So therefore they think it's a scam then they think online marketing is a scam and then everyone uh, acts like the victim that they are. I've been there as well. I, I, you know, of course, there are scams. I'm not denying the, uh, the fact that there are definitely scams out there. But what I am saying is that a lot of these programs and softwares and things that get sold for cheap do actually work. They do actually help people. And if someone actually implemented them and kept implementing, kept going through the process and learning and, and making those mistakes and learning from those mistakes, chances are that they might end up doing okay out of it eventually. But the human mind is not programmed that way. We're more inclined to have that instant gratification. Therefore, due to that fact, the fact that we do want that instant gratification, we want that life-changing income uh, from our affiliate projects and, and our online marketing, all that sort of stuff, we want that straight away. So therefore, a lot of us can't actually even imagine waiting that long in order to produce the, the results that we desire because we don't really want it enough. I mean, if we wanted it enough, then of course, everyone, like I say, if, if someone said, all right, here's a billion dollar check, it's all yours, just going to sit in escrow until you uh, live five years, I don't know, in some horrible place or, or you know, you have to I don't know, do some horrible job, but you're not going to get paid at all for five years or something like that. Most people wouldn't do that. They would say, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to do it. And then they'd conk out. Like I say, going back to the example of people doing the lives, hardly anyone's doing them anymore. The amount of 90-day uh, YouTube challenges I've seen, people just conk out after two weeks. They produce two weeks worth of videos. They'll get a couple of hundred subscribers sometimes. You know, then life gets in the way. And that's the thing. If you allow, if you allow yourself the, those excuses, then you're never going to achieve anything. And I know that's a very harsh and almost cruel way to look at it, but it is the truth. Because if you, to, to give you an idea, I'll give you a really prime example. Now, I exercise a lot. I've always been pretty active as a child and I play sports. I play basketball twice a week still. I'm no good at it, but I, I love the game, so I still play. So I'm relatively fit. Uh, I do a lot of push-ups, a lot of sit-ups. I always have, uh, you know, you name it. I do a lot of running when I can. But I'm, I'm, I could be fitter, of course, but, uh, you know, I, do, I am relatively active. So my wife and I decided to do a 30-day challenge of our own. We decided that we wanted to exercise for 30 days straight. There's no goal. There's nothing at the end of it. We're not, you know, there's nothing we're gaining out of it, really. But apart from our own health and the fact that we know that we can do it. So 
I used a, a technique which is something that I borrowed off Jerry Seinfeld, uh, basically got a big wall calendar out, and every day that we exercise, we mark it off with a, a big cross. And it gets to this point where you just don't want to break that chain. And what I'm talking about, so that's one part, but the other to- thing I'm talking about in this instance is the mere fact that we have had to make time for this in our lives. I, I got, uh, we, we were very fortunate, we went to Bali recently, uh, so we were, uh, my wife and I got married a couple of years back, it was my first time back since then, so it was great to see the place. Unfortunately, I got something called Bali Belly, which in case you're unfamiliar with it, it's basically just horrendous food poisoning and it sucks, uh, the water's not that great there, so you know, you find it in anything, you accidentally uh, eat a salad and you get sick, it's just horrible, or you chew some ice without thinking and all of a sudden you're ill. So for me, that lasted about four days, and it's not nice. You have horrendous stomach cramps and all the rest of it. Um, but I still exercised. I still uh, found a gap in my <laughs> toilet schedule, shall we say, to exercise. I still did it because I didn't want to have an excuse. I didn't want to say, oh, no, I got sick, so therefore I couldn't do it. I thought, no, I've committed to doing it, so I'm going to do it. And the other thing is I wanted to, to prove it to myself that, yes, it doesn't matter. You can make the time. Now, we also had other things happen, like a, a surprise visit from a family member, which was amazing. It was my father came to visit me. It was amazing. I love my dad. He's one of my best mates. We hung out. We drank beer. We, we had a good time. We, we uh, tried to solve the world's problems, as it were. But, you know, with someone there uh, staying at your house for a couple of days' time, it's kind of a hard uh, task sometimes to, to work out when you're going to find time to exercise, uh, especially on top of the schedule that we both had. Now, on top of that, my wife was working 12 hours a day. So she'd leave first thing in the morning, she'd come home. In fact, one night she even worked to 11 o'clock at night. She didn't want to exercise. She didn't, she didn't have time. It was bedtime. She was exhausted. She still did it. I, I didn't say anything to her. I didn't pressure her. It was nothing like that at all. She just said, no, I really want to keep doing this. And so therefore, what I'm trying to say is that there is always time. If you if you let those excuses in, then you're always going to make those excuses. You never see the end result of what you start because you're always going to let those excuses override what your true desire is, which is, of course, to have that freedom in your life through uh, you know your assets and financial success, etc. So that's it, guys. Look couple of key messages to take away from this is be consistent and, and if you do start down this journey just be aware it's going to take some time I've, I've mentioned this so many times in this podcast and different uh, things online it is going to take a lot of time it sucks balls sometimes you you don't get the results you hope for you your review video gets a lot of views and no clicks or you get lots of clicks and for some reason they aren't buying through your link it sucks I get it I've been there I'm, I'm there right now but I also know that I'm on the right path. I know that when I do a video and nothing happens for a month and then I start getting sales a month and a half later or two months later, I'm on the right path. I know that when I'm not looking at my screen, I'm not even thinking about it. All of a sudden, I start seeing a random sale come in here and there. All my leads that I started uh, nurturing ages ago are starting to now make purchases. Man, it's got to be worth it, right? So anyway, Be consistent. Remember that it's going to take a lot of time. You might get lucky, you might shortcut it, and good luck to you if you do. But if your expectation is, I guess, real, 
that it will take time and you and you are one of the the people that can bypass that and shortcut that process then go for it that's awesome but don't have that as your expectation so when you see these sales pages it says you know takes me 20 minutes a day i earn 287 dollars a day doing this one simple thing push button blah blah forget it remember that the people that are making the money are the ones that are producing the content they're not the ones that are consuming it that's going to be my next topic and on that note i'm going to head off hopefully you guys got some value from this I appreciate you listening to me. As always, please hit that subscribe button. I really, really appreciate the the uh, listening, everyone listening in. And don't forget to find me on YouTube, jamie-g.com forward slash YouTube. Anyway, my name's Jamie. I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Thanks very much once again. Bye-bye.